Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. A handful of months back, I picked up one of my sons, and we shared a three-hour trip together. He brought up the topic of hope, and for about an hour of that ride, we talked about hope and what God had to say about it and how essential it is for life in a fallen world, living out by uh, fallen people like us. It's a bit of a balancing act to get hold of a true hope, as we should. On one hand, without hope of God's sovereignty and goodness and trust in a better future, we would fall into despair. On the other hand, when we look so forward to something that doesn't materialize or just goes terribly wrong, it can be quite discouraging, even if we are trusting in God. And of course, when I speak of genuine hope, I'm not talking about wishful thinking or positive thoughts or living with naive optimism that somehow everything's going to be all right. I speak of genuine hope, especially when things that we long for, like good health and strong relationships and job promotions and solutions to problems, don't go our way. Listen to the psalmist in Psalm 42, verses 1 through 6, as he Uh, describes a low point in his life and gives us the secret to having hope, real hope. You may recognize verse 1. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. This is a very holy and reflective moment in the psalmist's life. In his despair, He asks himself the question, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why are you disturbed? And he doesn't answer the question, but the answer is obvious. His life or circumstance at that moment was not good. He was hurting. But he clues us in on how to overcome that and have joy despite his letdown. He gives his soul a command. He tells himself to put his hope in God, Not in the blessings of God or in his subjective hopes for good things, but in God himself, in the person of God. And this is the key to having hope. Hope that won't fade, hope that stands when things fall apart. In the same way a deer pants for a cool stream and as a parched mouth thirsts for water, he says, my soul longs for you and for your presence. Ultimately, our hope is in him. He himself, not his works or his blessings, just him. Try having a similar holy and reflective moment like that for yourself today and tell your soul to put its hope in the Lord. Let me pray that for you. Heavenly Father, our disappointments can occur when our expectations and hopes don't coincide with your plans. Even in your promises, you may not fulfill them in our way or on our timetable. So may your son, your daughter, be mindful that our hope is not in good things, 
but in your goodness. Our hope is in you. May your servant put their hope in the Lord and still praise their Savior, their God. I pray that in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.